This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 35 what do you want to think about reviews? So I want to apologize in advance. The sound's going to be a little um, like I'm in an empty room today because pretty much I'm in an empty room and it's too hot to cloak myself. So I hope you will understand. At any rate, speaking of understanding and thinking about our minds as actors, reviews, an inescapable part of putting yourself out there is the part where someone or several someones has an opinion about what you do and how you do it. Criticism, defined, if I go to the Googles, as the analysis and judgment of the merits and faults of a literary or artistic work. That just has a sliver of fear attached to it because the primary definition of criticism is and, and also the one that most people zero in on when they think of criticism. The expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. So who doesn't love that? <laughs> I mean, please, the very word itself and its cousin word, critic, has negative connotations at its base, the fundamental definition. Therefore, even if the review, the criticism, is glowing, the word itself doesn't seem to hold space for both, for positive and negative. I mean, we know that reviews can be glowing, can be wonderful, as if our parents wrote them. But the definition itself does not hold space, in my mind, for positive and negative. So, we have to develop a way to hold space for ourselves and our work within the confines of those descriptive words, criticism and critics. And let's just throw in reviews. I feel for you. If you've gotten a poor review, I have. Welcome to the club. It's a very big, very talented population of members. I also feel for you if you've never gotten a poor review. And maybe it's because you're just starting out or, or gotten a review that you just vehemently disagreed with. Not because it's so much fun to get one, but because you learn a lesson, a lesson you need to stay focused on your work and what you have control of. You learn about yourself when you read them or hear about them or pretend that you don't or read them later when you're ready, quote, unquote. It's a rite of passage almost. And if you make choices as an actor and your director makes choices, there will be positive and negative thoughts coming back at you from the world. That's as it should be. We are perhaps nowadays more used to feedback. We get it from social media after a quick post. There are those that need likes to feel seen or the prompting of someone else to tell them you're on the right path. We seem to love, even crave, strangers who tell us we're right, we're good, we're liked. And guidance, feedback, a new outlook can all be tremendous assets as we evolve as artists and humans. 
And aren't we trying to do that? Yes. But the most important feedback needs to come from you. From you, about you. And those you choose to be in your circle of influence. Your peers, maybe some family members, artists you admire, friends you trust, mentors, teachers. Who are your people? But let's go through the path our brains generally take when we think about reviews. So if the circumstances review, and that's a circumstance, it's written, it's out there, it's in the universe, your thought could be, I hope I get a good one, or I'm afraid I'll get a bad one. The feeling that could generate from either of those thoughts could be nervous, even anxious. And the actions that you could plausibly take from that feeling of nervous because you're thinking, I hope I get a good one, hope, or I'm afraid I'll get a bad one. The actions could be you wait until it's posted with anticipation and perhaps nerves. You pretend like it doesn't matter. You talk too much about it. You avoid it. You feel great when it's good, feel shattered when it's poor. You feel guilty if yours is better than another's in the same production. You ruminate, you spend time and energy on it. And that's just Really a short list, it sounded long, but a short list of actions you could be taking or not taking from that feeling of nervous or anxiety. And the result is you give control of your feelings to someone else's opinion. You give control of your feelings to someone else's opinion. And this is human. Now remember our motivational triad. We want to seek pleasure. That is the dopamine hit we get when someone praises us, particularly if we feel we deserve it. We want to avoid pain. Pain would be exclusion from the group. So if we get a poor review, we may feel like an outsider to our peers, shunned a bit. And we want to conserve energy. So if we have a good review, we don't have to change anything about the performance. We don't have to work on managing the negative emotions we might feel. We don't have to examine what, if anything, might be fair about the review. We get to relax. We get to conserve that energy. We don't have to try anymore. And those negative emotions, what might they be? Well, shame... Embarrassment, regret, frustration, anger, sadness, indignant. You might feel judged, isolated. Oh, all the emotions we love to feel. Because we would all feel better if everyone got a poor review rather than just us. This is human. Then we get to be in that group together, which gives security to our primitive brain. We're all in this together. We all were attacked. The tiger is there outside the cave, but we are all together to fight it, protected in numbers. This is how we're wired. This is how we're wired from the very beginning of our wiring back in the cave. Truly, our brain goes right to that, the primitive fight or flight, even from reviews. Even from one that you might think, this is just a small publication that no one reads, or I don't even like their reviews or agree with them about other productions. We still, our primitive brain gives their words weight. Words, online, blinking dots on our computer screen, our phone, or in the olden days in print, the ink smearing across our hands as we open the newspaper to discover our fate. To discover, how am I going to feel today? Because it's going to be based on what I read right now. 
to discover how we felt about our work. Because if you do a show and read the reviews, you will be affected. You're human. And that's great if you don't let it discourage you. This is an opinion of one person at a time, given the disproportionate weight because of the audience for that review. Now remember, the critic, and they number amongst some of the most intellectual, artistic, and arts-loving humans on the planet, truly. Remember, the critic is only as effective as the audience that reads them, so that is their audience, and you are in that audience. You matter too. Your opinion matters too. But we have our audience. We have ours, the folks who want to see the show, who pay sometimes a great deal of money for them to see our work. And that is also who deeply matters in this. A great review, to me, is like ice cream. It's a treat. If you like ice cream, and I do, it's a delicious gift. And they get to have their opinion. This is their job. This is their duty to their readers. And honestly, critics, many of them, love the form of theater, film, TV, love it, love the extraordinary community of the arts culture. And they take their positions, which are to guide people to see the work that most suits their interests or might broaden their worldview or might show themselves in the work as less alone, more seen. This is that work critical regard at its finest, I feel. Some of the writing is gorgeous, insightful. I once got a rave by a reviewer so good, you know, you print it and keep it, and sometimes when you're down, you refer to it. And then several years later, when I was doing a controversially staged show in the same area, one that audiences loved, but critics were deeply divided. And I have to say, I loved it. I thought it was a tough show. I loved it. But that same reviewer was less glowing by a lot. (laughs) So I remember passing by this person as I was leaving a bar one night, and they turned and saw me and gave me what I took was a look of, oh well, and a smile. And I loved that moment because I knew the reviewer saw me, and I still very much admired their work. I would have loved another great review. I didn't agree with the poor review, but I understood it. And I benefited by learning about how I felt when I read it, the letdown of, but this person loved me last time, and what I made that mean. I made it mean they wrote their opinion authentically. And that person was very much not alone in their view. That same show, several reviewers came to a preview performance where we were still working in notes that changed the balance of some scenes, or at least beats. We know what that can be like. I elected to be kind to myself. I also didn't love the result that night, but the strength and resilience I found afterward have served me in a beautiful way, and the character I was playing benefited from negativity. The energy had a great channel for her. I used it. I used it for a while. Where is your power here? You can decide not to read them, not to heed them, And you can gauge by the company around you what they likely said, as we are creatures of observation and tuition. We actors, we know. But most of us do read them. So, if this is a part of the work that gives you anxiety, 
I want to give you a few ideas. First, decide what you think of the work. Maybe you love it all. Maybe you have reservations about some choices, the writing, the direction, the chemistry, timeliness, any aspect. Know what you think. Second, what does the audience think? What vibe are you getting from them? What do you see, feel, and hear in the space or afterward when you speak to them? Third, what do your people, your circle of influence, what do they think of your work in general outside of this particular piece or production? Your family probably adore you and all your work, your agent and manager, your peers, the company itself, directors who you respect and who respect you. What do they think about your body of work? And finally, when you look at your body of work, the length and span of it, what lights you up? What do you know has been excellent, worthy? What work have you done that has been your best to you? And after you know all that, then read or inhale or read through, you know, your hands sort of covering your eye like a horror film that you don't really want to see. Read it, absorb it, and right before you do, review what you know from those ideas I outlined before and decide what you want to feel beforehand, regardless of the content in the review. You might want to feel, this is hilarious. You might want to feel abundant. You might want to feel generous to yourself. And to feel that, perhaps you can try on the thought, reviews are part of the business of being professional in the arts. Part of the business. Have your own back here. Be generous to yourself. This is the work we do. People get to have opinions about it. Neither right nor wrong, because it is their opinion. It's that simple. Not easy, but simple. Just know this. We have all been there. Virtually anyone who's been a professional actor for more than a minute knows what this feels like. And there will be a prick. That shard of self-pity, that feeling in your gut of the unfairness of it all, sure, let your primitive brain feel it and know it's coming. But you truly will get so much better at processing any negative ideas coming at you if you treat it like anything anyone says that you don't like. What is true here? What do I agree with? Is there anything I am learning in this? Who do I want to be in this right now? My job is to go out every night and give the best I have in those moments, and that is absolutely right and enough. And when the review is glowing, the same thoughts can be useful. Again, what is true here? What do I agree with? Is there anything I am learning in this? Who do I want to be in this right now? Am I better because this person wrote, or said this thing. I suggest you are not. You were as good the night before, or maybe you are not fully satisfied with this production or your work in it. Maybe it's still growing, developing, evolving. That is also part of our work. We get to change. We get to evolve with the piece. What is different is the feeling. As I mentioned last week, we put ourselves in harm's way, we actors. We put ourselves vulnerable and human, out on display, 
out for review. And like the weather, like the storm, like the sunny day, we know it will keep changing. The constant is how we feel and what we think. The constant is that is ours and ours alone. Decide what you think about your work and don't let anyone else rock that. What do you want to think about reviews? They are probably not going away. So decide what you want to think. That is also our work. All right, sending you all love on this beautiful spring day in Hell's Kitchen. Till next time.